Hey, hi, hello, how are you? And welcome back to Watch It Again, the podcast we go through 101 movies to see before you die. As always, I am Jacob, and with me are... I'm Kat. I'm Nick. And I'm James. And this week it's back to me, so yay, let's do this. <laughs> um, so, <clears throat> as you've probably told by the title of this episode, I picked Apocalypse Now from 1979. It was released on November 15 in Australia. Um, it had a budget of $31.5 million US million, and I completely forgot to look up how much it actually made, so I'll come back to that. James is on it. Yep. <laughs> um, it won the Academy Awards in 1980 for cinematography and sound mixing. <laughs> Every single one, even <laughs> animation. So that won the Academy Awards. Yeah, because there was more than one that it won. I pluralized for the two. Jeez, uh. Nick. <laughs> um, it also won the... It also won Golden Globes for Director and Best Supporting Actress for Duvall. How much did it make, James? It made $150 million. That's so much more than they spent on it. That's good. <laughs> and, fun fact, it cost $31.5 million US dollars, and the director, Francis Ford Coppola, put in $30 million of his own money. Oh, my God. That's a lot of money. I yeah. wish I had $30 project. million. Dollars so that's like a lot of money. Yeah. He risked everything to have this made. He put all of his money into this movie... And it almost didn't happen because a lot of shit went down. Um, and it also won the 1979, I don't know how to say it, the Palme d'Or? Is that how you say it? The, I have no idea That's how saying. I read it, yeah. yeah. Cannes Film Festival, like, top oh, award, because that's right. where it premiered. Yeah, so it won a couple of awards. It did some things. It also, um, well, we were just saying before we press record that there's multiple different versions of this film. So there's the original theatrical cut. Then there was a recoup cut from 2001, which is what... We all watched because that's essentially what's available on. How did everyone watch? What did everyone watch? I watched this on? it on YouTube. Yeah, I watched on iTunes. Uh, yeah, iTunes as well. Yeah, I watched iTunes. The iTunes, but I assume it's the same. Yeah, yeah. Version, but then also for the 40th anniversary, there was a final cut that Francis Ford Coppola made, which adds even more. Um, that would have only in. been last year. Am I doing that right? 79 was it? Yeah, yeah that's uh Yeah. 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 Oh, so it came. It was actually there was a limited release in theaters last year oh. for the final cut, but I assumed that, that probably wasn't anywhere near us because I never. We heard don't of get it. things like that. No. Yeah. <coughs> um, Not in little little rural Australia. So the rural. recoup cut yeah. from yeah. <laughs> is it though? Is it rural Australia? I mean, technically, where we are now we is. Are. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so the recoup cut includes forty-three or forty-four additional minutes of footage. Which includes the Playboy scene, with all the Playboy oh, dancers yeah. that come out off the helicopter and do all that, and a couple of extra scenes in the river and a couple of other things. Mm. Right. Yeah. So, the main actor that we kind of follow the story of is, well, the main character is Captain Benjamin L. Willard, played by Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen was not the first choice, nor the second, nor the third, Ooh. nor the fourth, but essentially the fifth or so person that was offered. That's got to feel good. Yeah, so <laughs> if I find the thing on my phone... You have a list of the first, second, and I do and have a fourth. list of who was... Um, Marlon Brando first. <laughs> no, there was the likes of <laughs> Steve McQueen was offered the role. I could um, see that. Where are we? Steve McQueen, Al Pacino and James Kahn, as well as Jack Nicholson, all turned down the role. Ooh, I, Jack Nicholson would be pretty good. Harvey mm -hmm. Keitel spent six weeks on set before he was fired. 
Why? Because Coppola didn't like the direction he was taking the character and didn't think that he fitted the character at all. And that's when Martin Sheen was um, brought on board. And this movie almost killed him. Because during filming, Martin Sheen had a severe heart attack and had to be rushed to hospital. Oh, my God. Be- and then after he recovered, came back to finish the movie. Far out. Didn't he crawl like half a kilometer because they're in the bush? and they- Yeah. It, he had to all- like crawl he- like, yeah, like yeah. half a mile or whatever to get help because no one was around. And Yeah. Was it because of the stress of filming? Yeah, it was there that was and so his, like, stress in the environment the that we're time. in. Yeah. That yeah, he it's had a major heart attack and just the sh- like just the production wasn't it? like yeah, a and like shit Martin show. Sheen is not old in no. the production. No, like, he's, like, he's so young in he's like, this. What, uh, I think around he like early thirties. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it and now that's all he has. <laughs> it's funny how much like his son look like looks like was, around that I, age. Like I was I, like, this I was is so weird. Again, I was yeah. like, oh my god, yeah. he's so much like Charlie Sheen. Yeah, like obviously no shit, but like oh my god, that's nuts. Because we're probably more used to seeing Charlie Sheen. At that yeah. younger, yeah, and it's like fuck. He looks like Charlie. Looks like his dad. Like <laughs> yeah. it's like yeah. There, there is no arguments that those two are related. Yeah. But yeah, it, um, it also has one of the very first filmed appearances of ha- young Harrison Ford. Yeah, because I this did a movie take scene. was filmed before Star, Star Wars. Wars, but released afterwards because mm. it was filmed in yeah. 1976. But wasn't released until 1979. Star Wars released 76? Yes, this was filmed just before Star Wars. So Harrison Ford was so anxious that there's a moment in the film where he drops everything. Yeah. And that was incorporated because he was so nervous (laughs) on set that he couldn't do it. So they just incorporated the nervousness of Ford into his character. That's great. It's funny that his name was Lucas in the movie. Yeah, it's a complete coincidence. But what isn't a complete coincidence is that the original director attached to this movie was George Lucas. <laughs> was who they originally wanted to do it. He turned it down. But he didn't. Mm. Is that why Ford got cast? No. It was completely just random. unrelated. Yeah. That, That's so funny. Um, yeah, so... um. Apocalypse Now was supposed to be directed by George Lucas. So after directing 1969's The Rain People, Francis Ford Coppola's production company, American Zoetrope, was given a development deal from Warner Brothers. Uh, Warner Brothers Pictures, sorry, to produce films from new scripts. The script Coppola liked out of the bunch his friends gave him was Milos's Apocalypse Now. After years of development, the plan was to have George Lucas shoot the movie on 16mm black and white film in Stockton, California on a shoestring budget in a pseudo-documentary style similar to the famous war film The Battle of Algiers. The production and language and development for years, Lucas eventually dropped out of the project to direct a script he had written, <coughs> Star Wars. <laughs> a little, little, little indie um, film called Star Wars. So following the success of The Godfather, The Godfather Part Two, and The Conversation, Coppola agreed to direct the movie. Nice. So there you go. That's how we ended up with them. Yeah, so that's the little thing there of how this he ended up his own company. He was like, kind of eventually came around to do it himself and mm. put right. thirty million bucks into it. Yeah, so the movie is actually filmed in the Philippines and partially in Vietnam. Interesting. So it's not that long after all, and they were genuinely scared. Yeah, because it was they were going to get attacked. It was set in '69, and they yeah. like this was released in '79. Nine, yeah. Well, so, the war kind of ended in like '75, '76, and they were filming this in '76. Mm. So they oh were genuinely God. scared that during production they were going to be attacked. Hyper realism, like, yeah. 
and there's a lot that of that would have rum- caused anyone to have a heart attack. <laughs> there's a lot of rumors around that someone died on set, but it's never been confirmed that someone died on set. Is this part of the crew, or yeah, supposedly a crew member died in a severe accident, but it's never been confirmed. But there were a lot of dead bodies on set, and someone was arrested. Ooh. So, with like, right, the mo- like actual dead, yeah, bodies? like actual real dead bodies. Oh, so. Throughout the movie, there's a lot of times where there's people hanging from trees or there's just dead bodies on the ground. And the person that they hired to do all kind of like the fake bodies turned out was actually a grave robber and rocked up with a fuckload of real bodies. Oh, my God. And the guy that was kind of like in charge of like production design was just like, what the fuck? And they all panicked, like, what are we going to do? And the police showed up and the police had no idea that like... Because there's all these unidentified bodies there. And they're like, did you kill them all? Like, what's happened? And eventually got to the bottom of it. This guy that was supplying it was actually robbing graves. And he got arrested. And all the bodies got put in a truck. And someone overheard, like, because, like, the officials that came and took the bodies, like, where are we going to put them? And the guy was like, I don't know. So everyone in the production has no idea where the bodies ended up. They just got taken away in a truck. Oh, my God. And they're like, we'll get rid of them somewhere. They Jeez. definitely won't put back in their graves. They'll probably just dumped in a big hole in the big ground. Old mass and grave. Yeah. That is Far creepy. Out. Yeah, it's real fucked. So all the bodies you actually see are extras that have just been strung up. So all the bodies yeah, you good. actually see. Okay, I'm glad all the bodies you, you actually see that... are just people that are still alive. So people got hung out of trees. Oh, yeah. But they do that. Yeah, but it's just like, just make a fake one. Like, why are you hanging a dude, like, fakely biting his neck out of a tree? <laughs> like, fuck. He's just hanging out. Yeah. Hyperrealism. Um, <laughs> there's also moments of like there's like a napalm strike and stuff, and they they mm. actually blew stuff up. And well, like, I mean, you can get away with that in yeah, the Philippines, but like there've been reports of like severe like environmental damage from what happened, and I'm sure you all like uh, towards the end of the film, I kind of talk about it now while we're talking about the production part. Um, uh, at the end, there's a ritual that's under, like happening with like the locals, mm. and a cow gets well, a water buffalo gets killed. Mm. Was that real? Yeah, it's real. Aww. So I'm glad I, I wasn't that. paying attention as to that part point. of a, yeah. as part of a deal that Coppola made with this group of locals to use them as extras. They were like, they performed this ritual, and they were like, and co- because there was two cows that they kind of like, or two water buffalo that were there. And they were both going to get rich, like across like different nights, were both going to get killed in these rituals. And after the production crew kind of witnessed the first one, Coppola was like, "We're filming the second. We're oh. filming like mm-hmm. so the whole sequence. Like they added a couple of extras in and like gave some people some fake guns, but that whole ritual sequence is how those people do. Like that was just a real thing that was happening, and they just filmed it." Yeah. So that water buffalo that gets essentially like decapitated on screen is an actual water yeah. buffalo getting decapitated on screen. Poor Mr. Buffalo. I knew it. I was watching it too and I was like... I was watch- I watched this... that's real. 79. Mm. <laughs> in like two sections. So I watched a lot of it then it was like 2am and I still had like 40 minutes to go so I turned it off because I was like tired as. And then I watched, finished it last night with my girlfriend and I'd already read that that bit was real so- and she was like, she was like, oh yeah, we watched this at school in English. And I was like, sorry, what? 
And then she's like, that bit's fake. And I was like, yes. But now she's going to be listening to this. I'm sorry it wasn't fake. You watched a cow, like a border buffalo get decapitated. I'm sorry. Again. My bad. Did not see that bit. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like you see, like it's disgusting. Let's not talk about oh. it, hey? As like, given there are two vegetarians here too. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm I'm very sorry, but yeah, it's it's kind of a bit. I mean, it was nineteen seventy nine. You would not get away with that now, even if you're just filming something like a native tribe doing a ritual. Like, you're not getting away with putting that in a movie. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> the opening scene. Was so there was over 1.5 million feet of like recorded film for this movie. Holy shit! Which is ridiculous. That's a lot. That's a lot the opening film. sequence was just kind of pieced together from offcuts and trash that they'd gotten rid of from other it parts did, and just kind of put stitched together. It did feel a bit <laughs> separate from everything. Yeah, but I think the opening sequence is really cool. Like that open that whole opening is like. I mean, I love the music. Yeah, it's just... Mm. What's the song? Uh, the End by The Doors. Yeah. It's, I love The Doors. <laughs> Francis Ford Coppola is good friends with The Doors and that's why that music is in this <laughs> film. Because they were buds. Was it... um As a not huge Doors fan, does anyone know if that song was like well, like already well known I before have, that? I have no idea. The Doors are pretty I, big. I was going to say, and I like seeing that, like that's become a, a meme in recent years yeah. as well, that song. Yeah, so um, it had an initial sorry, <coughs> an initial fourteen week shoot for the movie in the Philippines in the spring of nineteen seventy six, until a typhoon a typhoon came through. Um, nearly all of the, and ruined nearly all of the sets and equipment, Ooh. forcing the production to shut down for eight weeks. Shit. Um, Coppola continued to shoot with reckless abandon thereafter. <laughs> so, and Principal Frogger didn't conclude until May of 1977. Reckless Abandon's a good description for the making it's of this film the in general. It's just the whole movie. Yeah. yeah. And post-production for the movie lasted a further two years. The movie was finally released in America in the August of 1979. Mm. So it's like... Interesting. Yeah. Long way. I can yeah. appreciate it cinematically, but God, it was long. <laughs> Yeah, now, yeah that's, now that's kind of a theme with this yeah. with this podcast though. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All these like Space fant- Odyssey, yeah. I can appreciate the artistic integrity yes. of it as a whole, but I'm not gonna sit through that again. I mean this <laughs> this is unsurprising because I love Return of the King, but man, this felt longer than Return of the King. Yeah, <laughs> it, it um Coppola himself yeah. has a quick cameo in the movie. Yeah. Does anyone want to take a guess of when it is? Does anyone want to guess uh the Playboy thing? Nope. No. You see the guy hanging from the tree with his dick? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Um, when they first pull up to um, get on the boat to like go up river and they're trying to, I don't know. I don't know. Just tell us. I'm just listing so one of the only things I can they remember. rock up at that beach battle sequence and they get off the boat and there's a guy sitting there with a camera and he's like, don't look at the camera, don't look at the camera, keep going. That is the cinematographer. <laughs> And the director. <laughs> <laughs> I I was thinking about that with looking at the the camera, like yeah, this this is a bit this is a bit sus. And that was that was yeah, that was actually yeah, the, that was them behind <laughs> this guy. Yeah, so that's that little cameo that they had in Cheeky the movie. Boys. I'm like, that's good. That's good. I um, kind of found it unnerving too. Like, I mean, I kind of understand now that you said it was like started as like a pseudo doco kind of thing, but like especially in the first few scenes where. 
he like looks at the camera and I'm like, well, <laughs> don't look at me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like when he's in that secret meeting with the um, generals or whatever and like one of the guys like looks into the camera, like just, yeah, it's unnerving. <laughs> I mean, it's just the start of this movie making you feel uncomfortable, yeah. I suppose. Mm. Yeah. They don't really uh, stop that whole thing. Yeah. So before going into a bit more of the story points, um, Marlon Brando, who plays mm. Colonel Walter Lee Kurtz, he's kind of the... You could you can't even really say villain because this movie doesn't The war is the war. villain. Yeah. <laughs> but he's kind of the subject of... The whole plot is driving to get to him. Mm. And so when Marlon Brando turned up on set, he was overweight. So some reports said he came in at 300 pounds, but it's been later brought down to only 210. Still, uh, that's a lot. But, but I did see him go, Oof. Yeah. <laughs> but he was kind of... um. That sex symbol, Marlon Brando. <laughs> all of the shots around him had to be altered. Because when he rocked up on set, he promised that he would lose... like. From when he was signed to when he rocked up and said, he promised he'd lose 30 pounds and he didn't. Mm. So his character is a Green Beret Special Forces soldier that's kind of gone a bit rogue. And in the movie, you get kind of a shot of his Green Beret in his shirt. It didn't fit him. (laughs) So the whole way, so the whole time he's in there, he was meant to be wearing, like the initial plan was to have him wearing the beret and his shirt, like he's, you know, um, like Colonel's uniform, mm. but what they made for him, how size he promised to be, didn't fit. So they had to change. And he said he had to wear black because it was slimming. <laughs> and a lot of the time, a lot of, for most of the shots he's in, it's dark, he's silhouetted, or it's only his face with kind of glistening light because he was so self-conscious about how fat he had gotten. He didn't want to be seen as this He essentially had a whale, what he described as a self-described whale complex. Interesting. And he didn't want to be portrayed like that much in the film. It really adds to the, like, mystery, though, I think. Yeah. So, on the fly, because most of this movie, when the movie started, um, Francis Coppola didn't know how he was going to end it. Like, there there was constant script revisions the whole way through. So, when he rocked up like this, they were like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And kind of had to change how they were, like sets, And there's another big report that supposedly he came in underprepared. He didn't want to do anything. He was just there for his money. He was, you know, mm. I think Nick was going to touch on it. So Nick, what did you heard about the whole thing? I had heard that he had not only not read the book, but also turned up on set and had not read the script. <laughs> so there was issues with Coppola that had been before and he needed someone else, essentially a scapegoat for this movie going so far over production and... Ooh. Um, like all the issues that were happening, yeah, mm. and, and all the missing Brando and um, I think it was, I think it was Dennis Hopper. Just didn't get along. Mm. Oh yeah, like, I read that somewhere. They were like fighting yeah. it, like they were just arguing, they were provoking each other, and at the end, their scenes were shot on alternate nights. Mm. Like, they're not there, right? Mm. So there's a whole thing that supposedly Coppola blamed Brando and that, that it was being difficult and all this stuff. What actually came out later on is when Brando rocked up, he had read the book from the like 1889, I think, when In the Heart of Darkness was published, mm. that the movie's loosely based on. Mm. He 
was constantly making... There was recorded tapes and notes of Brando's script revisions and ideas that he was putting forward that went into the film because he had read all these Vietnam... Like, real, like, first-hand accounts of the Vietnam War. He'd read the book. He'd done all this research into it. And he was like, oh, it should be like this. So there's recorded meetings and, like, audio-recorded meetings between him and Coppola and, like, written notes that prove that he was so prepared... And that from the original book, the Kurtz character in the book was bald and was described as having an impressively bald head. <laughs> so like on the second or third day on set, he came out of his trailer and was completely bald. <laughs> because like, well, that's what the character is, so I have to be bald. And that was like a hot... So he was actually like, yeah, it's this whole and, weird... And yet it's still perpetuated so far that Nick yeah. thought he was completely like when I was, yeah. when I was reading it today, there was like all these different articles and then there was like a thing that was actually from, like, I don't know if it was, like, Brando's, like, biography or something, and they had all the notes and all this stuff, and it's like, mm. look, mm. like, this is it. Like, and it's like, mm. all that, like, from pre-production and all this stuff, like, he was ready and prepared. Yeah, because I was ready to, like, completely tear him a new one, because um, <laughs> Dennis Hopper... I'm sure like, he'll be very offended. Well, yeah. But, um... Cause just because morale was so low on the set because it was so, like, depressing and, like, fucked. Apparently, um, but the director went to Dennis Hopper. He was like, oh, look, it, I, I know you're not feeling up to it, but can we do anything to, like, make you more comfortable? And he's like, oh, honestly, like, an ounce of cocaine would help. <laughs> so in all these scenes, he's off his head. And apparently that's why him and Brando didn't get along because he thought it was unprofessional. <laughs> and that made me think, oh, Hyper-realism. but at least he read the script, but... Um, they were off their heads. Dennis Hopper's character mm. is completely improvised. Cocaine. So he was. <laughs> no, so he, he was originally meant to play um, the special forces captain Cobley, who's mentioned earlier in the film, who who had the mission the first time. Oh yeah. That Martin Sheen's character Willard went to complete and ended up being like Kurtz's right hand man. Mm. But when he rocked up on set and started playing this character, they were like. Yeah, you're not doing this well. Hmm. And then they had the idea of this photojournalist and he started playing this character and everyone was like, this is a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's how he became the character known as on the cast list as photojournalist because he doesn't actually have a name. Yeah. He's I just listed like as photojournalist. He's a good character because you, he's like almost your way into that environment. That wo- yeah. He's like, because hi. Because if you were just following, is it Willard into that? Yeah. Yeah. You'd be like, this is really strange, but I guess you get all the hype and like you understand kind of why he has that cult following. Yeah, just seeing one of them be already being indoctrinated and crazy and all yeah. that. Yeah. It just like reaffirms. Under- yeah. Helps us understand what Kurtz has done to these people. Mm. Yeah. Um I guess we can move into a bit of story. So I'll go through the cast list mm-hmm. first. So obviously you have Marlon Brando, Martin Sheen, Robert Duvall, um, Frederick Forrest, Sam Bottoms, Albert Hall, Harrison Ford, and Dennis Hopper. But there's someone else. Did anyone know who I missed? Lawrence Fishburne. A very, He's very so young, young Lawrence Fishburne. He came on screen and I was like, wait, is that <laughs> is that him? Yeah. Who's of course. listed as Larry Fishburne in the credits because that's what he went by at the time. Oh. And it's since changed to Lawrence. But a very, very young... So young. Lawrence Fishburne mm. is in this, and well, he's he great in this. Yeah. Old, yeah, 
How old? I wonder how old he actually was in 1979. Bloody young. Um, I just, I found Martin Sheen really hard to watch because I feel like he doesn't move his mouth very much. So he was born in 1961. And my thing didn't have subtitles, so it was really hard to listen. Yeah, I think most of Martin Sheen's lines were not set on set. I think most of it's ad libbed afterwards. Yeah, because all the time he's like back to camera. And he's mm. talking. I'm like, your mouth's not moving, man. Yeah. <laughs> you are not saying this right now. I don't know. Just yeah. yeah, so Lawrence Fishburne was born in 1961, which means in 76, he would have been making this, he would have been like, what, 15, 15. years yeah. old? Far out. Oh, Bloody hell. Imagine being cast in this movie. 15, you got to go, oh, mum, I'm going to the Philippines. They're going to be in a war movie. Yeah. <laughs> going to get, get, the, get the shit shot out of yeah. me. Far out. Oh, man. Yeah, so... Well, I mean, um, he shoot, shoots the shit out of... A lot of Yeah, people. that's true, too. Yeah. yeah. So, um... We'll get to that, I guess. The story. So, at the height of the Vietnam War, Captain Willard is sent to Colombia. Sorry, Cambodia. Colombia. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> little, it literally completely different there. continent. It literally <laughs> says Cambodia on my note, and I say Colombia. Anyway, Captain Willard is sent to Cambodia to carry out a mission that does not exist nor ever will. The mission is to seek out mysterious Green Beret Colonel Walter Kurtz, who is carrying out hit-and-run missions on the Viet Cong. The army thinks that he's gone completely insane and wants him taken out. Nice and synopsis. Then things happen. And yeah. Lots of things happen. And then the Playboys rest of the movie. and surfers and that's puppies. Sur- that's yeah. surfing scene. <laughs> oh, the puppy. What that, um, the puppy? I must have missed. Like, Nothing. Went off the boat, I assume. I have yeah. no idea. Yeah, I don't know. Well, it lasted longer than I thought he would. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, lasted longer than the rest of the boat. Yeah. So we <laughs> kind of ascent on this journey up a river on a boat, to which a lot happens in. So over the course of, you'd say, about two hours of this film, you're on a boat. And yeah. probably one of the most, like I guess you could say, one of the most iconic war scenes ever. Happens in this, like the first, the napalm one. Yeah, like when you had like the flight of the Valkyries. Song oh yeah, with and those helicopter helicopters formation. coming in, and that helicopter shots with the sun has been just used yeah. in everything. And it's like yeah. probably the biggest homage to this would be in Kong Skull Island mm. when they're coming in on the helicopters, they're dropping napalm, they've got the music playing, <laughs> and there's the sun. Like you know, you've like. Mm. Essentially, like, recreated. But, like, it's such, like, a good scene. Visual. Like, they just come in and just attack that town. Mm. And it's just machine guns and napalm and missiles. And they just bomb the fucking shit out of it. Yep. Essentially, so they can have a surf. Yeah. Because there's multiple locations they could have dropped the boat in. But this is the one's like, now. Nah, Look at the break, and they're so obsessed with the break. Yeah, and they're like, surfing fuck. and like yeah, they're surfing and there's like yeah, mortars and... landing right next to them in the waves. Uh, like, nah, it's fine. I say it's safe to surf. It's yeah, safe to surf. so bad. Yeah, it's such, yeah. It... I really didn't like that. Is he? What is he? He's not a colonel. He's a the guy with the cowboy hat. Yeah, is that yeah. Robert Duvall? Yeah. Um, is it? Yeah, Lieutenant yeah. Colonel Bill Kilgore. Yeah. Yeah, Robert Duvall. He's really... I love... Like, the character's annoying, but, like, it's a good, like, portrayal. Like, it's just, yeah. like, yeah. it's just, like, this is... Like, I mentioned, like, Martin Sheen's narration. Like, he's un- he looks untouchable when he's been around him. He's just... Yeah. 
everyone gets off the helicopter is like laying down. He just steps off the helicopter, walks across. And he's like, "Go for a surf, boys. Off you go." Like, yeah, we got this. It's fine. It's like it's really. It's like no. he's just standing there while shit's exploding yeah. around him. And like people are ducking for cover from mortars, and he just doesn't even flinch. Shirt off. Yeah, he takes his yeah. off. I'll surf if I want to. So just rips his shirt off and like keeps the cowboy hat on. Like, far out. He's just an imposing figure, and it kind of. The movie highlights some of the issues from the Vietnam War that, like, it was essentially a bunch of kids mm. and then a bunch of dudes, like, it even says movie, a bunch of four stars that were just kind of, didn't know that what they were doing. Mm. And there's a point later on in the movie where they kind of get to the bridge. See the results of that. Yeah. And yeah. there's not even, there's no one in charge anymore. There's just it's kids just mayhem, fighting yeah. just going nuts. because they have to, like, the yeah, and it's just insanity of that they're kind of in this environment where... They shouldn't be. Yeah. And they're in a situation that they can't win and they're just in this stupid kind of like gridlock of just they're stuck in a situation. And it shows like along the river of it's shit. It's fine. It's shit. It's fine. It's, it's shit. <laughs> like It's real shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But even in the fine bits, there's fucking tigers and shit to oh, worry the about. <laughs> fucking tiger and it's like, that was, ins- I was like, yeah. like, oh, what's that? I really feel sorry for, like, Chef. Yeah. Like, the character, like, he has the roughest go of it, I reckon. Like, he's obviously mm-hmm. start suffering, like, severe PTSD through this whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when you get to the end, he just gets decapitated and, like, his head's just put in Martin Sheen's lap. And man, it's like, just holy. To cook. Mm. He just wants to yeah. cook, man. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. M- more than anything, especially before, like, before they reach the final place. It, it feels like you're just like, you know, these things aren't really attached to each other, like the event, like the ramifications of what's happening. Mm-hmm. And most of it, other than being a bit confused, I, I just felt like this is just sad because yeah. it's mostly yeah. pretty real. It, yeah. Yeah. I was happened. thinking that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, like... <laughs> it's a depressing movie. I mean, it's so well depressing. made, don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. But... yeah. It, visually, it's fucking Gorgeous. fantastic. Yeah. Like yeah. the cinema, I mean, it won the Academy Award for Best Cinematography and you can see why. Like, some of the visuals and the shots in this film are just—it holds up. Like, there's like in the op- like at the opening when um, Willard is laying on the bed and there's the fan, yeah, and the, the fan's helicopter. going around and it matches like the helicopter sound, mm-hmm. yeah. Like it's such a powerful. Like he's just laying there and he's just he's fucked, yeah. Like his brain is even more PTSD. Yeah, yeah. his brain is fucked. And, it shows, and like, then, like, when the officers come, come in, and drag put him, him yeah, into the shower. put him in the shower and, and then drag him out, like... That's so bad. Yeah, it's a really, like, rough sort of... I think the only time I laughed in this movie is when they dragged him in the shower. He just makes the, ah, and it just cuts yeah. on the, on the <laughs> yard. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, the story itself, like, as it goes along, mostly until the end, everyone's kind of, like, all right. And then the last little bit, it's like, let's just kill everyone off. Yeah, like, yeah it gets... Mm. It's just very sudden from first, like, real character we care about death to, like, yeah. almost all of them are gone. Yeah. Because, what, two? Yeah, two survive? Yeah. Yeah. Does the surfer come back out? Yeah, does he, he come back? Yeah. He's the one that survives with yeah. Willard, yeah. Because yeah. he's just on acid the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> and he gets, yeah, gets his, gets his face paint and everything. Yeah, and... it's just completely off chops yeah. like there's I mean, a point would be. like when they get attacked and there's getting shot out and he's just at the front of the boat just playing with the gun yeah. and it's like shoot back and then he's he's the one that gets the dog as well isn't he yeah so mm. yeah when when yeah. um 
old mate gets killed, he's just like, where's my dog? Yeah. It's, Bloody yeah. skiing behind the boat too when they that take was, off. Uh, that was actually quite funny at the start. Like, they're just chilling on it. There's just like a river because like this scene yeah. is just like on the back, just like skiing along like, hey, this is like, it shows. War is cool, yo. Yeah. And yeah. It, but like, you even see it with like some of the other boats coming back the other way. Like, they're just carrying on and like when they like throw yeah. this thing on the, like their boat catches fire, like they're just like, there were people there seri- like that were enjoying just senseless murder. In the war of it, yeah. yeah. Like, they were just like, this is the fucking, like, yeah. we're on a boat, we're shooting people, we're drinking, we're, you know, we're smoking, yeah. we're water skiing, like... Yeah. Yeah, it's just... It's... I mean, that's I, It what, almost sets yeah. it up, like, this is how you think it's going to be, and then it's like, this is what it's actually yeah. like. And that's what you get with plenty of, you know, plenty of movies, plenty of video games and whatnot, that's just like, yeah, it's all these... these Cool badass dudes just yeah. It's just yeah. American Whoa. young Guns. men having time of their <laughs> yeah. lives while suffering yeah. severe PTSD yeah, and like severe lifelong mental mm. trauma. Yeah, fun, fun, fun. Yeah, I yeah. mean, Nick, what was your highlight for the whole thing? For the whole thing, like what was like the the standout moment to you, excluding Flight of the Valkyries? <laughs> yeah, I, I really, I don't know, like. I'm trying to think of like something I enjoyed, but I just really didn't enjoy this. Like, really? Well, no, like it's good, but it's just not. It's not fun. Yeah. So I, I like. I'm can't really think of anything that really just got me pumped, mm. other than the start, I suppose. But I don't know. Yeah, I, I could. I'd probably agree with that. Honestly, like I, I would almost say the like the intro is one of my favorite things, yeah, other than yeah. that flight of Valkyries. I think- Cat, what what about you? Have you got any? Probably just like, I don't know. I feel like the relationship that the guys on the boat all have with each other is very distinctive. Mm-hmm. And even though they're so different, it works really well. And it is so sad when like they get shot or like mm-hmm. just, yeah. Whatever. They do a fa- fairly good job of like making us care about the characters without a yeah. whole lot of yeah. lines or time really. Yeah. yeah. It is an upsetting moment when um, Lawrence Fishburne's character yeah, I can't clean, remember his name either. Clean, clean, yeah, um, gets Dies. killed. But I think, I think maybe like the standout moment for me, it's like a, it's a death would be the arrow onslaught mm. Mm. because they're like all little fake arrows and that are raining down, in. and it's like oh yeah yeah it's fine, and then they fire back, and then a real arrow just impales yeah. what's his yeah. name? Chief. Chief, yeah, Chief, straight for the chest. And it's like. Oh fuck! Yeah, and Martin Sheen's will is just like, oh fuck! Like, yeah, and then it's just you get that onslaught of just the two machine guns just yeah spraying the shoreline in sort of like retaliation, yeah. and like for me that was like a powerful like like it was like oh look at these little fake arrows and it kind of like lulls he's like it's fine it's fine like don't shoot don't shoot and it's boom yeah not fine actually I agree with you but I I just realised I'll change mine um. The, where they get the fishing boat and um, oh, yeah. they're doing the inspection and clean just just yeah. starts lights them up. Yeah. yeah. It's, that, po- that was the real power. And poor Chef's just like on the boat, like, fuck, 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 fuck. And he's got machine guns shooting at him from both sides. And he's like, yeah. shit. Yeah. It's like, it's like, what are you doing? Like, he just starts shooting and it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. And like, I think like Willard's right. It's like, don't stop. Yeah. Like, why are we stopping? Mm. And he kind of put 
points out is like these people could still be alive. Yeah. Like, why did we stop? I told you. And that woman, yeah, yeah, and that woman's like still breathing. I was like, we have got to take her to a thing. He's like, I'm not detouring, and he just shoots her. Yeah. But I didn't see that as like a like heartless thing. That was a, that was no. a mercy kill. Mm. Like he did that because he's like, she's not living. To when we get her to safety, and we can't afford to take her back to safety, and like you know, she's suffering. Yeah, well, so like, I, I yeah. kind of saw that as we don't have time to help her, we have shit to do. Yeah, like, and it was like mm. he like put her out, like they I caused didn't see it this. Like a mercy thing. So I saw it as like no. we've caused this, we can't help her. Yeah, and like We're we can't just leave now. her here to die. Like he just did it quickly. Yeah, mm. and you can tell like Willard's just like he's like I told you not to stop, and he like it. It's like a guilt sort of thing. It's like, this is on you. Yeah. Like, he puts it straight onto, like, Chief. He's like, you stopped. Their deaths are on you. Yeah. Like, this is your fault that these, like, people are dead. Yeah. And that, like, you literally see them seem, like, rummaging through the boat going, like, there's nothing here. There's yeah. nothing here. And he keeps going, keep checking, keep yeah. checking. And he's like, look what she was hiding. And it's like, he holds up the puppy and it's like, yeah. it's a fucking dog. Like, yeah. Seriously, like, yeah. yeah, and you kind of like, yeah, um, Willard's just like, yeah, this is this is your fault. You made us stop to check nothing. Yeah. Now they're dead. And it's nothing like, yeah, because America walked into Vietnam and was just like, yeah, we own this. Yeah. And and it's like, well, no, like you shouldn't even fucking it's be there in the homes, first place. Yeah. Do you know America's never won a war since World War Two? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, they've never won a they, conflict. They either lose or they just kind of they lose or out. just leave. Interesting. Or just stay there forever. Yeah. Or the, yeah, or they're still there, like in Korea, because yeah. yeah. the Korean War technically hasn't ended, <laughs> and America s- still has troops on the border. Hmm. It's just been a very long ceasefire, like. But it's just like yeah, they've never won Weird. since World War Two, and they only won because they had Russia and like everyone else's Russia help. Did a lot of the heavy lifting there. Yeah, and then you go to Vietnam, where America's fighting a war that one they shouldn't be in, and two. Somehow lost because they had Russia was backing the North. America's just unstable and people don't realize it. Yeah, America's just dumb. Well, people seem to be realizing it right now. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to the politics podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. I think, like, another one of the standout moments for me was the Playboys. Like, that was just so, so randomly weird. interjected. Yeah. And that's obviously, like, it's in the recoup version that we watched. Like, that's not in the original theatrical cut. Oh, okay. isn't it? No. Okay. But, like, it's such a random moment. I was like, I still, I, yeah. I was like, what the fuck's going on right now? I thought it was interesting. <coughs> I was like, if I was a playboy, I would not be going to Vietnam. Absolutely not. No. Like, like, yeah. Like, why are you going to this war gonna, zone? Gonna and all the dudes are like, start rushing the, like, the stage. Men, and it's like, like, there's a lot of men here yeah. that have not <laughs> seen or touched a woman in like potentially Jeez. a year. Like, Animals. don't bring. <laughs> The women that are on the magazines that they have, yeah, to yeah. them. What the fuck did, are you doing? So, did the did the women make it back to the helicopter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But like, there was some that didn't. No, so they were already on the stage. They were different. Okay, that. Okay, so those I women see. were like other, like just people. But yeah, like just hanging out in Vietnam. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, like, all the Playboy girls got back on the helicopter. Okay. And what about old mate that's fucking hanging off it? Yeah. I was like. Is he gonna like, like you gotta get gr- off, man? I was like, is he gonna hit the fucking ground? Like he has to get off. And then I was like, okay, the there's water. water. Like he hits yeah. the water. I was like, I was waiting for that dude just to fall on the stage and just hear a. Oh, yeah. It was like a pl- I was like, oh no, he's dead. I mean, wouldn't wouldn't be the wouldn't be the hardest thing in this movie to to watch? Yeah. See. 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's there's some fucked up shit in this, man. I think the head was like, not yeah. the worst, but I think the boat, like inspecting the boat, was like that was rough. Worst, yeah, the, yeah, the roughest part. But the the head got me. It was just so out of nowhere. I was like, <gasps> but like it's such a like a real looking head. Mm. Yeah, I saw that. And I was I like, was oh, like did they like, actually cut his, his fucking head. head off? Like, and when he was sitting there shaking it out, I was thinking like heads on. Heavy. They're like at least two kilos. Like trying to shake it out with your hands tied and like yeah. It was like oh fuck, yeah. oh fuck oh fuck yeah. That's like that's traumatic shit. Like he's not forgetting that ever. Like yeah. you're having dreams about and that. And he'd already for the rest of your been life. like traumatized yeah. by PTSD and yeah. all that. So. Oh, do you know he actually when he punched the mirror, he punched the mirror in real life because Martin Sheen was having a breakdown. To cut up his hand in real life. Yeah. Ooh, Why yeah. was he have? Oh, because of the movie, I guess. It was, yeah, it was also alcoholism just and, yeah, alcoholism and, and, and drugs and all this other nice stuff. All the stuff that his son then replicated like twenty years later. Right, <laughs> but it's way uh, just like the scars guards. The, he the what, takes are... it with stride way more. I think. I don't know. Charlie Sheen has HIV <laughs> now, so. <laughs> Yeah, but like when you think of Charlie Sheen's alcoholism and all this other stuff, you think, oh, it's, I feel like Charlie Sheen's <laughs> alcohol. Like, I feel like Charlie Sheen, Sheen's Martin alcoholism Sheen's was like way celebrated. More it's iconic yeah. for sure. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah that guy's an alcoholic. Yeah, fuck yeah, spent, look at like, that guy. He's been like eight years on TV, being like, look at all the women I'm banging. Like, yeah, but like his dad was like, oh, look at all yeah, the women I'm giving I'm, HIV I'm, to. I'm punching a mirror and no, oh, everything sucks with a head in my lap. <laughs> yeah. So the uh, original theatrical version of this movie didn't have any credits. Oh. It came with her brochure with all the credits in it. Brochure, <laughs> because you brochure have to give. When you rocked up to the well, movies. you have to like have credits. Can we bring yeah. this back to the current right? movie stand? Yeah, nice. Hand everyone out a brochure at the start. But the, so eventually, the studio forced them to create oh, a credit sequence because the studio was like, "What the fuck are you doing? Like, mm. you mm. have to have credits on your movie." It's like when George Lucas oh, got in yeah, trouble for like that? Star Wars. It's like, yeah. why are they not at the start? What are you doing? <laughs> and it's like three years later. It's like, why aren't there any credits? What are you doing? And like, okay, in, we'll put them in. Learn that in first year of comms, man. What were these guys doing? Yeah. yeah. There's a plug-in now. <laughs> <laughs> it's really easy. There's like a full yeah. effect. You can make them look like Star Wars. Like it's yeah. just right there. Yeah, it wasn't so that easy. fancy, George. Come on, yeah, I can do it. Fuck, I can do it in three minutes, George. <laughs> there's, a, there's, an in, there's an internet thing now. You can just make Star Wars titles like flowing sequence through space with whatever text you want. Like, yeah, come you on, have to George. lay down with a sheet of glass. Yeah, what are you doing, mate? Up. Idiot. <laughs> That comes up at least once a month on this podcast. Does yeah, it does. <laughs> we haven't mentioned it in a while, though. Um, what's your opinion on the voiceover? At the start? Through the whole oh, thing. Yeah. just It's really annoying. Yeah. yeah. I didn't mind it at the start, but yeah, it kind of was consistent. Yeah, it was kind of jarring every time it's it like, came up. It's like, can you just stop? Oh, okay. <laughs> just, just talk to each other. Just have yeah. a conversation. I feel like, yeah, no one really has a conversation. No. Probably the other one's like Chief and... Yeah. We like, like, are they taught the people on the boat that actually talk to each other? Yeah. Because everyone else is either freaking out or high as fuck. Yeah. Do Do you think they were? You- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You're not wrong. <laughs> Everyone's either having an existential crisis in the back of the boat, or high as fuck in the front seven. of the boat. Yeah. <laughs> They're your options. So in the middle of the boat, there's two adult men having a conversation. <laughs> um. Do you think they use the voiceover kind of to just as another way of showing the madness slash yeah. PTSD? Yeah. Oh, 100 percent. Because it's kind of recapping it. The whole time, like, yeah. he's like, and then we did this, and then yeah. Because if you don't, if you just look at it like as oh, they used it to show the narrative, that feels lazy. But so I feel I like there's at least some kind of narrative. Like, like, he, he, yeah. I kind of sort of like because all the thing he kind of puts everything in like a sort of a past tense. So it's sort of like he's re- he's it's a recap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And from the start, I'm like, okay, so he's surviving this film because I saw it as like 
you don't see it, but I sort of he's telling like he's Later. telling even someone on a briefing when he gets back what happened. That I'm makes like, sense. I'm yeah. like, okay, so he survived this, and he's telling someone, and I'm assuming like he's in the meeting after it's all happened, telling them what happened. But you don't obviously don't see that bit. I'm like, yeah, well, all it's the tense kind of is this. Yeah, it's like okay, this is he's talking about this after the fact. Mm. So at least one person's making it out of this alive. But it was two, so that's... There's hope for the movie. The high guy made it. Of everyone... The surfer. Yeah, of everyone, the like world-famous surfer that was off his face the whole movie. So it's like, yeah, I'll just high my way through Vietnam and live. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Poor little Larry Fishburne. Poor Larry. Poor Larry. Poor Chef. Yeah, poor Chef got full to cat. At least we didn't see that death. Don't like this movie very much. <laughs> <laughs> it's too yeah, many I think, I, think I, I think I can predict some of the. Will we watch it again or not? <laughs> can you? Well, for cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Um. Hundred percent. Gonna watch it again tonight, guys. <laughs> Get on board. Yeah, watch the final. Part. I kind of wish. Yeah. I'd, I kinda, half hour. Yeah. I kind of wish I'd watched it twice before this because the first time I was just like watching it and was wasn't really taking notes. And I kind of wished I had just gone a second time, like watched it earlier in the week and then watched it again a second time, like yesterday or the day before. Mm. To get more notes or... And just, yeah, just to like watch it, to watch it again. Like analytically. Yeah, because I kind of find myself just watching the movie and I'm like, oh fuck, I need to like... I struggled with even that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Same. Yeah, I don't know. It was... I haven't told you what I think of this movie yet, have I? No, no and I, I assume you're going to be last in the circle. Of yeah, I will. I'm going to leave it. Pretty sure everyone there. knows what I think. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just going to leave it for now because I don't want you to know. Have you got any more notes? Um, I was just thinking about that. Talked about most of it, haven't we? I think so. Yeah, I've got. We talked about the surf, and we talked about the pay- Playboy show. We talked about. I've written cow, but water buffalo. Um. We talked about the opening oh. sequence. Can I ask a, a really dumb question, probably? Yeah, for sure. What no else? questions are dumb. Oh, Sometimes they are. <laughs> what, what is the yellow gas that we repeatedly see? Like the, you know, how everything just Oh, has and then they have like the purple gas and stuff. Well, the purple gas, like, they were spraying. So I didn't really get that yeah. either. But what was the, like most, like most places they had like just the yellow misty gas stuff drifting around. Isn't that just like a landing zone? Yeah, thing? I yeah. it was just like a, okay. just, just like a smoke a, grenade. Yeah, that, that makes that's sense. That's what I was, oh, I was assuming it was just smoke grenades that just had different colors for different meanings. Fair ones enough. Gump. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, so I was just assuming like colors obviously had correlations. Like it's a way to yeah. convene yeah. a message from the like ground to the sky or something. That's, okay. I don't know. That makes sense. I was just like, I have no idea what this is. And it's I don't not poisonous. Know it's, it's not noxious not. gas. It's no. just yeah. Because people so are like walking through it. It's like napalm remains. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Napalm's fucked. Yeah, literally. We won't even go into the effects of that. Yeah, that's uh, been quite uh, documented well in other places, probably. If you have any questions, Wikipedia. (laughs) Yeah. We're not a good source for that. (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, So I guess it's time. To wrap it up? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, these are our socials. I feel like like the next section is going to be fucking huge. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Cat. We all know the answer. <laughs> but why? But would you watch it again? No. No? I think, well, I didn't, I tried to watch it and then I realised that I wasn't watching it. 
Like, I missed the whole water buffalo scene and I only saw I the I mean, you're lucky thing. on that one. Yeah, I'm not going to watch it because I think there are better war movies out there that I enjoy more that still depict the realness of war. But I don't need that much decapitation in a movie. Unless it's for comedic value. <laughs> comedic decapitations <laughs> are my favourite. <laughs> They're the only ones that are appropriate. All, the, all that time. Can you give me all... an example of a comedic decapitation? In Harley Quinn, I was gonna say, when was she like smashes the okay, that's fair. Guy's head with a um, hammer, not hammer. <laughs> what is it? Bat, yeah, bat thing. Yeah. Anyway, I was going to be like, oh, Game of Thrones season one when Ned Stark lost oh, his head. Oh, hilarious! <laughs> <laughs> but see, like, I can deal Your with that because I know Ned Stark is uh, not Ned Stark. Sean Indeed. Bean is still alive. Mm-hmm. That's fair. But yeah, James. Um, so I have a confession. Um, I started. You didn't watch it. No, I did. I did. (laughs) So no one's figured out the movie I haven't watched yet. I started watching this about uh, five hours or so before I headed for here. I was like, yeah, I'll have plenty of time. Mm -hmm. It's two and a half, and I and I got a call from a friend that I haven't talked to in a while, and we talked for a long time, and I just. Pause it a few times to eat and whatnot. So uh, when I when I had to leave for here, I was like just like Marlon Brando like showed up for like thirty seconds. So you didn't finish. I it. did not quite get to the end. Wow. <laughs> but um, I will finish it tonight when I get back. But uh, after that, <laughs> yeah, after the- <laughs> yeah, you would watch it again. But after after I finish that, unless the last twenty minutes or so are some game changing shit, which no, I don't. Th- I, I read read what <laughs> happens so. So I would not watch it again. It was the horrific, the heading scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it just did not really grab me. Yeah, and it was yeah. I was just mostly sad watching it. it well, it's a very sad movie. And like it sometimes, is. like the sad movies that I really like, and I I can appreciate how that made me feel. But this was just like an empty sad kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, like this was real. This was just like, gee, humans are actually pieces of shit. Mm. Nicholas. I feel like that's not a new revelation. No. Yeah, that's definitely <laughs> not a new revelation. Really, it suddenly yeah. just came to me. <laughs> Yes, Jake. <laughs> One, move your face back in front of your microphone. Yes, Jake. <laughs> Two, would you watch this movie again? Nah. And three. <laughs> These two gave really full detailed answers. You're just. just nah. I feel like nah. I have to justify I why mean, I don't like well, it. I feel like it was, well, I've spent an hour justifying why I. I don't know. I'm just at a point where I'm like, if I'm not enjoying myself, I'm probably not going to watch something for a second time. Okay. Yeah. I know. I know what it is. I um. I get it. You know. Man, bad, like, <laughs> and uh, like, yeah, like Cat said, I could watch a million other movies to s- see war done, yeah, just as well. Mm. Forrest Gump, Dunkirk. I had a list ready. If Jake was go. like, "What's better?" Surely, surely, <laughs> surely, you've had at least one other World War Two movie on this list, right? Yeah, Saving Private, um, yeah, Saving, Saving, Saving Private, Private Ryan. Ryan. Okay, you've got um, what's the one with the guy from Taken? Um. Yeah, Schindler's, Schindler's List, list. Yes. that was excellent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so war, war Bad is not a new revelation here. Um, I want everyone to take a guess on what my answer will be. Oh, based what? on you asking that, I reckon you'll agree uh, with us now. I, I don't think no, you'll watch yeah. it again. So not watch it again from Kat, James? Not watch it again. Nick? Not watch it again. You're all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you just want to analyse it again. What a nothing revelation. So, I will 100% watch this movie again. I actually really enjoyed it. <laughs> Sorry That's for good. ripping on it um, so much. No, it's, no, it's fine. <laughs> I'm glad someone did. Um, I did really enjoy watching this. And like on 
Apple TV, I had the option of four ninety nine to rent or eleven ninety nine to buy. Oh, you so bought, you it. bought it. I bought it. <laughs> I did not rent this like Dedication. before even seeing it. I was like, no, what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy it, and mm-hmm. I bought it, and I 100 percent at some point, like even like maybe in the next like month or two, will watch this again, because I actually even though I watched it in like two sections, I like and that's the thing I I barely wrote any notes because yeah. I found myself sitting there enjoying the movie. What a, what and, about it did you enjoy? Just I think just everything like visually, obviously it's fantastic, but like. I f- like I was engaged with what was happening, and yeah. was like invested in what was going to happen to like Martin Sheen's character Willard. Like I was full like, it's, it did kind of annoy me yeah. at times, but like I was invested in what was happening. Yeah, and like, I think I'm way more fascinated by the behind the scenes of this movie than the movie <laughs> yeah. itself. Yeah, yeah, it, I think like, so too. Yeah. Was it like the mystery of it, like the who this, what's yeah, Marlon Brando's it, character called? Um, Kurt. Kurt's like who this Kurtz is and why he's I don't got know, this. It, it was just I thought it would have got to him sooner. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But I think I don't know. I'd always heard really good things about it. My and like I spoke to a friend that loves it, and they were like, "You're gonna love this movie." And like I kind of do you know how you have those people that like you judge yeah. their opinion, you, you trust their opinion on what they say what they know you would like and what they know you won't like. Yeah. And on them telling me that I would really like this movie is why I bought it. I kind of had the same thing. Like when I was maybe like 12 or 13, because we have it on DVD at home Mm. and I pulled it out and dad said to me, don't watch this. It'll give you nightmares. And I can see now. I can understand how 12 or 13 year old cat would have nightmares from this. Yeah. But on that, I was like, okay, I'll spend the little extra bit and I'll buy it. Mm. And like, yeah, it was a thorough, like I did really enjoy this film. And, like, I don't know. It was something, like, it was different to a lot of the ones we've watched yeah. recently. It was it was a change. Because, mm. yeah, I don't know. It just felt... Because what, what, what's our recent, like... I don't Taxi know. Driver, Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, Goodwill yeah. Hunting. Yeah. More, like, dramatic. We've done a lot of drama. And yeah. then we had Lord of the Rings. Like, we've done a lot of yeah. drama, sci-fi, and, like, fantasy sort of things. Yeah. Then to go to the realistic. It's been a while since we've done like a realistic kind of like war. You're craving something real and so gritty. Then, yeah. Really and gritty. it was just it's Jacob through and through. <laughs> <laughs> For those so of you listening real. at home. And also it will so tie gritty. it will tie in this will sort of tie into something I've been doing in the next segment that I'll talk about then. Okay. And Call yeah, forward. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it was just I did really enjoy this and I will definitely a hundred percent watch this again. Well, it's good, yeah. that, it's good that one of us did, considering yeah. these are yeah. all big award-winning movies. And I, I, I deliberately didn't say throughout the whole thing and tried to keep <laughs> my opinion well, I mean, neutral to the three of you what to a good like, journalist. not <laughs> show you how I felt. And I was like, oh, talking about good things, talking about bad things, all this stuff. And I was like, I wonder if they'll figure it out. And you didn't. <laughs> I assumed, well, the thing is, I assumed you would. You did feel that way. And then you said, like, what do you yeah. think I think? I'm like, yeah, oh, that, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I'll go the other way. And then we all went the other way. I <laughs> <laughs> got you all. We, you really, you really yeah. got us good. Snap. <laughs> anyway, so should we? Sure. Yeah, okay. So we can move on to what we've been watching and what we're excited for. Dun, 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 dun. Dun. Dun, 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 dun. Sorry, I'll start doing my... Um, Oh, hang on. Got a message from my father. Leaving work now. That's nice. That's good podcast content. It is. Thanks, Dad. Um, that's from my phone really aggressively. <laughs> well, since you called forward, should you start with what Yeah, okay. Been... So, I've been watching a show that I haven't watched 
since it was on when I was in like... Is it Avatar The Last Airbender? No, like you're 11 <laughs> oh, or year okay. 12. It, it was still on. still how I met your mother? No, I finished Breaking that. Bad? I finished, no. So Can we just keep guessing? No, <laughs> it stars a main character in the show is 15 years old in this movie. Martin Sheen. No, I don't oh, know. Dennis Hopper. Oh, wait. No, Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> Nick, what did you just say? Hannibal. I've been watching Hannibal. Oh. So I've been re-watching because I watched it. We talked about that a million years ago. Yeah, I've been watching it. I watched it like when it first Yeah, I yeah. came out. Like I watched it like week to week. And like my group of friends in high school were like, this is the fucking yeah. sickest thing ever. And I haven't really like, I think when we did the Hannibal episode, I think I was like, I'm going to watch this. Because we told Nick yeah. how much we liked it. Yeah. yeah, and now I finished How I Met Your Mother, and I was like, fuck, I need something new to watch. And I just pressed, like, the Netflix button on my TV, and it was, like, I think it was, like, sitting at, like, number seven or eight in popular mm. in Australia, and I was like, yeah, okay. Let's do it. And yeah. I'm in season two now, and, like, it's amazing. Okay, I did that, but I forgot how, like, heavy it was. It's intense. And I was like... I watched the first episode and I was like, I can't do this. I need to be in the right headspace yeah. to watch this. Because, I mean, like, you literally watch some chick's throat get slit in the first episode. And it's like... Yeah. It's like, it's, that just sets up the whole season. There's so much just hyper And then the, the, the mushrooms growing out of the bodies and yeah. still alive. And, and the totem of all the bodies. Oh, and so the, disgusting. Yeah, the, it's, it's so intense. And then I saw a character who I know dies, and I'm like, oh, I really liked you. Yeah. <laughs> I know, too. Like, the first time I'm like, oh, you're going to end up dead soon. Yeah. This is sad. But they're not dead yet. Where I'm yeah. up to it, I'm like, fuck, they died a lot later than I yeah. thought. Yeah, <laughs> end of season three, I'm yeah. pretty sure. No, I think one of them season two. Are you thinking about the wind, like, when they No, not the that. Window? No, not that. Oh, okay. No. There's someone else, and I'm like, you're still alive at this in season two. Yeah. I'm like, I swear that was in a season one. He died. Oh, like, wait. The chick? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's... I think it must the be the one end of that season. gets like. I think it must be the end of season two. Yeah. 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 And for some reason, my uh, brain, I was like, that's that, the end of season that, one. That scene is yeah. embedded in my mind. Yeah. And that's the thing. But it's so good. But, but it's like it so. Yet, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> it's anyway. really visually appealing to watch yeah. that happen. Though. Just the whole show is such a visual masterpiece on how to yeah. film food, on how to film just anything. Like the use of close focus and soft. Like yeah, and like soft focus on things, like there's so many close up shots where like part of someone's nose and cheek is all that's in focus. But cinematically, it's beautiful yeah. the way that food is filmed, the way that murders if- are filmed. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cinematic fucking masterclass, and it's fucked. Yeah, it's so. Bad. There's like a gross pit, and it's like it was like <laughs> Every last episode, gross. and like Hannibal had killed someone. And he, all he took was their leg, and it's got like a fucking like saw. Yeah. And he's just got the leg, and he's just like la 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 la, cuts the foot off, and just starts slicing up the leg, and then it cuts to his like presenting like a leg roast because mm. he skinned it, and you're like, that food looks really fucking good. And then you head like, no, no. that's no, a human people. leg. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you? But damn, that looks because fu- your head, your, like, your brain obviously knows that's a piece of fucking lamb. Well, like, you know, you yeah. know what that is, and it's wrapped in bacon. You're like that looks fucking great. You're like, Ugh, that's a person's leg, mm. and it like messes with your brain because the cinematic and the pr- presentation of everything is just so. I think beautiful. So, who plays Hannibal again? Um, Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah, he's just 
perfect yeah. for the role. Like absolutely yeah. stunning actor. Everyone in it's just and Lawrence Fishburne's just yeah. so fucking good Lawrence in this. Lawrence Fishburne's great. He's like in ch- he's like the director of like the behavioral sciences unit of the FBI. Mm. And he's just it's just great. Yeah. It's just Lawrence Fishburning about. <laughs> you know? Literally, just like the verb for Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne for that back then. Because, like, didn't it come out in, like, 2010? No, mm. I think it was 2013. Uh, okay. Yeah. Not that old, even, mate. Even, Fuck. No but, no, but even then, like, Lawrence Fishburne's, like, famous. famous yeah, but they've got Mads so. Mikkelsen. Like, there's, there's big na- And there's big names that pop up as, like, mm. minor characters. Um... Gillian Anderson yeah, from the X-Files is she's Hannibal's fucking psychiatrist. Oh, is she? Yeah, she's, yeah, she's, she's there the whole time. She's perfect in that role oh, too. Just it's so good. So if you, you guys need to watch it. Please. It's so good. Please. But only the first three seasons. Are okay. I said I would like so a year only three ago, or is there four? There's five, I'm pretty sure. How they long were, the just seasons? wrapped it up. Um, Like 12 I episodes, that. I think. I can do that. 36 episodes, that's not too bad. I'm fairly certain there's five seasons. Oh no, there is only three. Yeah, I Sorry, there's only three. Oh, so Maybe but just I... watch the first three. They're the good ones. Oh no, there's five movies. Yeah, we went through all that last time. There's a lot. There's that yeah. other one that no one talks. About. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, so we're watching that, and then I guess we. I guess Nick or Cat or James is going to bring up what happened yesterday and the day before the 24 hour just super fucking event that showed us trailers for bloody everything. Do we want to do that last? Yeah. We'll save that to the end. Yeah, trailers but I also. I watched something else and it was really good. I watched something really good. Oh, I watched, um, fucking, what's his name? What is his name? Should we come back to you? <laughs> Jack Whitehall. I watched his oh, new he's comedy hilarious. special on Netflix. Oh, yeah. It's so funny. Honestly, it's, it goes, what, like 58 minutes or something? Watch it. Everyone, everyone listening, watch it. It is fucking hilarious. Just, yeah. Watch that last night. Top shit. <laughs> yeah, so I can say the my highest re- rating Jacob can give is my top review. Shit. Top fucking shit. That's it's, it's the highest either rating. Dog shit or top, top fucking shit. shit. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Kat, do you want to go next? Um, I finished reading World War Z, which was Yay. really, really good. Really, I want, watched that the other week. It is nothing like the I book. know. <laughs> really want HBO to make a miniseries on it because I reckon it would work so yeah, do that so well. All the all the, all the <laughs> um, yeah, all the, the games good because the game sticks more to the book events. This is mm. happening, not the book oh, events, well, yeah. But it's happening like in the same <laughs> locations. Oh yeah, <laughs> you, you're right. We're Australian. It's World War Z. Yeah. My um. My roommate, I I said Lockie, shout out to Lockie, he's probably not listening. He explained... <laughs> Fuck you, Lockie, for not listening. You'll never listen to me say this. <laughs> <laughs> he explained, like, the whole Halo universe to me and that they're making... I think they're making a TV series about it. They've tried. And I'm actually... So ages they've already... Well, there's already a movie-ended miniseries that they've uh, made. Yeah. Well, I'm excited yeah. for what they're creating because it sounds sick because I'm... Depends Very much the, into all that sci-fi. Sort depends of shit. what the budget they get is, because mm. like the miniseries they made is sort of shit. Mm. But then like the main character for that is like in the miniseries is a main character in Halo Five. So it's, it all tight, yeah. But anyway, I feel like that's the biggest killer for video game movies, TV shows, yeah. whatever. Mm. It, they've got a great concept, but it's like it's the kind of thing that needs a big budget, and they very yeah, it so rarely. Yeah, it's the sort of thing like you need to throw a hundred million dollars at this, not yeah. five, because you need to have top actors top director like you need and to top yeah. cgi often enough. yeah you need to like throw everything at this like because if you made a halo movie like the scale of a marvel movie it would do People really would fucking well it. because yeah. like i mean i've never played halo in my life and i'm yeah. excited for it 
Yeah, because like it's it's a universe where or like a story. Like Everything's already it's a established. World, but it's a world where so much is happening and there's so many different things that are happening throughout all the games that you could create such an expanded cinematic universe mm. off the back of the games, like all tying in together. Yeah. And make billions of dollars. You just have but to no start well. Like, yeah. Microsoft's not going to be like, let's get into the movie industry, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, video game movies are in the state that they are. Yeah. Speaking about video games, I have watched all but the last episode of High Score on Netflix, which is the new video game doco series that came out. I did see the trailer for that. I will watch it. It's really, really interesting because, I mean, obviously I know that a lot of the technology is groundbreaking, but I didn't realise just how groundbreaking. And, like, a lot of it's come out of Japan because they are, like, major developers of that kind of thing. But it's just... I don't know. I just found it really interesting to figure out how all that worked. And like, Pretty much all of it came out of Japan except for the Xbox. Yeah, pretty, <laughs> pretty much. much. like Pretty much. But it's interesting to see, like, the rise of Atari and then kind of, like, the rise of... Nintendo and how they combated um, Atari's monopoly, and then Sega came through with. You can say Sega or Sega. I don't know which one it is. It depends um, where you're from of what you say. Like we usually say like Sega. Yeah. yeah, But Americans will say Sega. Sega. It's just I. Yeah, it's really interesting. I just it's like really enjoyed it. Even now, if you went to Sony and went, "Who's your biggest competitor?" They wouldn't say Microsoft. And no. if you went to Microsoft and went, who's your biggest competitor? They wouldn't say Sony. Both of them would answer with Nintendo. Yeah. Mm. Because the amount of units that they sell outside of China and Japan is not an issue to them. Mm. The amount of units they sell in China and Japan compared to Nintendo is what they care about. Yeah. Because it's such a... Like, the big market. That market China is bigger than the fucking Western market that they're playing yeah. towards. Which is why like, when you see like... PlayStation games and like Xbox games. There's all those like random anime games that no one ever plays. Like mm. no one that we know would really ever plays. But they're but huge it's like, in China. Yeah, because mm. there there's like the as you could say the typical Western games that if you look at yeah. the shelf right there, it's fucking full of. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then you look at like the chi- like the games that are sort of targeted toward that market is, and it's like that's their focus. Yeah. Understandably, it's where they're going to sell because the most they're units. making like. PS4 sold the most units of any fucking console ever. And most of that is in Asia. Yeah. Because they just went so hard at it that it was like, this is what we need to focus on. It's like, we need mm. to compete with Nintendo. Yeah. Because Nintendo's just like, huh. We've Nintendo's been doing this. now on the top. Yeah. Nintendo's yeah. like, we've been doing this for like 40 years. Fighters. Yeah. Like. Yeah. We, yeah. No, it's... It's really interesting to watch. Even if you like don't have that much interest in video games themselves, just like history in general and like interesting it's just an interesting thing and like they talk about because obviously like pac-man was developed but then um people were learning how to beat it and they were learning all the like ways to win and all that and then some like group of mit students some sorry some group of students from mit like developed this thing and they uploaded it into the um actual like physical what is it 
like not console because it's the like a big machine. fucking yeah, yeah arcade machine and then like this mega corporation is like suing them for 15 million dollars and they're just like these three guys in a garage and they're like uh, oh no yeah and they're like well we can win this so yeah, yeah it's really it's really really interesting i highly recommend if, watching it if, if you want an interesting story on like people taking on large corporations with like hacking games mm. um around the time of like the Xbox, like the original Xbox, people started like modifying consoles, and you could inst- like people would put, had a software hack that you could install on your Xbox, so it was a new operating system essentially. So they yeah yeah made a whole new operating system for the Xbox. You could install games and you could change your background, right? You could all this stuff, and it wasn't the Xbox like original Xbox loading like system, right? So you could install games on it. You could copy games. Like there was all these things you could do, and Microsoft was like, "You can't do that. Like you can't copy the games. You can't." And Microsoft took them to court, and they the guys that did it won. So it was per- it became perfectly legal in the US to modify your Xbox and do this because they won on the grounds of once they buy it. It's they can property. do whatever the yeah. fuck they want with it. Yeah. Like, once I buy this, it becomes mine. When it's mine, I can do what I want. It's still illegal to upload that game on the internet and share it to someone. Yeah. That's different, yeah. But, but once it's in your house and you do whatever you want with it, yeah. that's not against the law. They're not breaking any laws. And then they, Microsoft tried to be like, well, if you hire a game and, like, um, copy it, then, like, you know, you're breaking copyright and stuff. Yeah. And their lawyers came back and like, well, no, when you hire something like that, because like when you buy a D, technically you're buying the intellectual property rights to that disc, yeah, right? And that becomes your, you're not allowed to share it online, you're not allowed to show it to mass groups of people, but you can watch it in the privacy of your own home and do whatever you want with it, mm-hmm. right? And they argued that if you hire something, technically you are entering the same agreement for a limited period of time. So while you have that movie at home- You still have the same rights. Technically, yeah. you can do it. So it just became perfectly legal to modify it. So then when the Xbox 360 came out, they worked in a workaround to stop people from doing it. And within a year, people had fixed it. Like people had gone in and you couldn't modify it. You couldn't install onto it. Yeah. But they essentially hacked. They kept the same operating system, but just put in a thing and you could play copied games. (laughs) Right. Sony was smarter. So Sony... Did they the, hire the people well, who no, were making the modifications? With, with, <laughs> with the PS2, because the PS2 didn't have the same built-in hard drive like an Xbox had. Yeah. Because PS2 still used memory cards. And all your saved data was used on a memory card. So there was no real internal hard drive like the Xbox had. Because the Xbox yeah. essentially had like a full-size hard drive like, in it. Like, something like one of those things. Yeah. Like, mm. maybe, uh, it's probably like half the size of that. No, it, it, is, the, the, no, it is the size of that. Do you want to talk also, about what you're pointing at? I'm pointing at a, <laughs> oh, I'm pointing at a hard drive. Yeah, there's a hard, <laughs> there's a hard drive rack on my desk that me and Nick are pointing at. Um, yeah, so like a full-size hard drive. But the PlayStation didn't have that because it was so much smaller. Mm. So that you'd play copied games, but you couldn't do it. When the PS3 came out, Sony went, well, all, I think it's up until software version like 3 or 4, you can play copied games. But then every version after that had a patch in it that would remove any modification to the system. Huh. And every software update after that... Removed it. Removed it. it. But they were smart because they put things in the game. 
So the game would only work. So all new games oh, so would only work on the operating the system of version 3.2 or later. Ah. If you wanted to play on like online or whatever. Like they, the fool yeah. just went, nope. You can only do this. So if you want to have a modified console, you can't buy games past there, yeah. whatever. Yeah, and it's like, mm. fuck yes. <laughs> so people stopped doing it. But 360, you could still do it. Now, you essentially can't if you want to go online or do anything because it's just all... But even now, like Xbox Game Pass and stuff, you don't need to modify because no. you've got a couple of hundred games you can access at any point m- moment yeah. for like a dollar a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, there you go. So that's a little sidetrack for everyone there. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Kat. If Intellectual you thought that was interesting, right is, yeah. <laughs> go watch the series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah James? Um, I have not watched anything in the last week or so, so I'm going to, I'm going to take a suggestion and talk about, um, some new music that came out. Oh, okay. Not in the last week, but like two weeks ago, Mm. which is, are any of you into glass animals at all? I know Mm. Kat is roughly. I haven't heard their new stuff though. Who? Glass animals? No idea who they are. That's okay. Um, We won't go into my musical taste right now. (laughs) Pretty much the only, the only song well known around Australia is Gooey from their Mm. first album. But um, it was on the, I think it was like 80 or so on the hottest of the decade. Mm. But um, they released their new album Dreamland like two weeks ago. And I'm very, I'm very tough with music. Like there's very little albums that I like, like every song on or like even the majority of them on. Yeah. But man, this one has just really bloody done it for me. Like there's probably only two songs that I'm not in love with. Um. That's so good. Yeah. The, um, it's hard to find albums like that. That are just consistent enough yeah. for yeah. that. Um, the only thing that I don't really like, and I was talking to my friend about this, is they have they have four little interludes between the songs. Like, I think he, uh, Dave, the lead singer, has talked about that they're, it's very much based on like him as a, as a child, and so he has a bunch of little home movie excerpts. Um, interesting which is odd yeah it is a bit odd and I feel I've there's a lot of albums that just have one little interlude kind of thing but I was talking to my friend who says like four is just kind of ridiculous on any yeah. real album he said he can he can he can uh, take up to two but then it just becomes crazy yeah and I think I agree because it kind of like it takes you out of it in the, especially one of them's like 40 seconds long between two of my favorite songs I'm just like I, skip, I, I can't, skip. Yeah, skip immediately. Get me to get me to helium. But yeah, very good album. Um, I I already really liked how to be a human being, which was their previous one from I think twenty seventeen or around so. So, but different style. But I reckon this one is the best of their three. So I have to give it a listen. Yeah, bloody good album. Nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. Oh, we're rating we're them now. Oh. Damn, son. We've never had a rating system. I, 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 wanted, I wanted to say like, oh, it's great. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Would, you, would you listen to it again? I mean, I've, I've, I've listened to it in full at least like eight times, so yes. It's either dog shit or the... It's, or top, it? it's dog shit or top shit. It's top, top, it's top, top fucking shit. shit. Yeah, 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 top fucking shit. That's ultimate. Mm. Nice. Nicholas, bring us home. I'm Did you gonna... have a haircut? Yeah. <laughs> did you not I notice? Just <laughs> That's what I did this week. I got a haircut. Would Sorry. recommend. Sorry. I noticed a sneezy like appeared in the doorway. <laughs> well, thank you for paying attention. <laughs> You're welcome, Nick. Um, <laughs> it was, it was like the first time I like fully focused on you. <laughs> oh, thanks. After she broke your heart before I know. we started recording. Was that were we recording when no, you said we're that? No, we were not recording. Yeah. When Sorry. She shattered you. Oh. 
Anyway. Anyway, I'm going to take us back to video games real quick. Okay. Because nice. I got a new phone which comes with a year of Apple TV Plus. Oh, yeah. So I watch... I have that too. Are you watching that? Sorry, I'll let you continue. Oh, it's well, not my turn. Well, you can guess what I watch. That, um, like... Oh, like if you can remember the title, I can't remember. I'll give you ten dollars now. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> let, me let me just get my phone out. <laughs> uh, I watched the rest of Mythic Quest Ravens Banquet. I have heard of that, just, but I like, can't tell you what the fuck it is. Okay, so yeah, it sounds like yeah. <laughs> I, I watched the pilot like forever ago. Like yeah, when I remember first came you mentioning out. it. Yeah, and it's it's essentially Dungeons and Dragons. No, that's what I thought it was. Okay, so I saw the poster for it. I thought it, it was sounds like, like a Dungeons and Dragons yeah, like, expansion I, I thought, pack. I fully thought it was just a bunch of people playing Dungeons and Dragons, but no, it's a it's about a games company making like an update to this game. It's like a World of Warcraft game that's yeah, like right. the most famous game in the world, and it's about like their tech billionaire CEO just kind of being like a dick. It's very um, so Silicon Valley. It's, or? Yeah, <laughs> here's the thing. It's it's a comedy, like Silicon Valley. Mm. But there's a butt coming. There's a butt coming here. It's not, it's not but it's a comedy it's like Space Force. Butt. It's not very funny. <laughs> oh, no. It's not very funny. Okay, so, and it breaks my heart to say this because it stars Rob McElhenney, who plays Mac in Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, he bought it there up! It <laughs> he's bought it. Like, he's looped Nick, it. have you he's watched looped... Always Sunny in Philadelphia? I, you bet I have. Also, last week's recording, it's, you just go, oh, at I, the end, I get it in? Always Sunny is... <laughs> no, 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 Oh, it's the best. Yeah, it is the best. I did laugh a lot because it was like, I was like, did you watch it? No, he's no, laughing like, at me. Oh, when I was like recording, recording <laughs> and I was like, oh, because every week, like, you know, I go through and I got to the end, and it was just like, oh, what's well, sounding is really good, and then it just cuts, and I was like, I got him. <laughs> Obviously, he was gonna say, great, garbage, garbage but like, yeah. <laughs> no. I heard him. I specifically heard him say garbage, and cu- I cut it at gut. We don't. We don't want to offend the creators of Always Sunny here. Exactly. We, we lo- yeah. Me and Jacob, we no. love you guys. And Cat, yeah. Nick, uh, Nick good. hates you guys. He talks shit about you every week. How I just edit it. I just had to add in bits of him so talking. Sad. Like, yeah. I think we should stop. I, would never say that, this. I just like to edit in him talking about um, freaking Ferris Bueller's Day Off all the time, <laughs> <laughs> and like have him like saying how good that was. I and, like, hate. Always sunny. <laughs> just spliced it in yeah, I spliced it. Oh, I just fucking said it. I don't even need to edit it anymore. Yeah. It's, you know, it's just easy. of just like how much yeah. he loved Ferris Bueller's Day Off and like, I just put, just change Ferris no Bueller's Day Off. Way, so no one would put like Always that. Sunny and just like edit it together no, no every week. I that. No. Yeah. It's a shit movie. I agree with you, Nick. You weren't even here. I can still have an opinion. <laughs> the movie is fine. I hate the character. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so. we've, that was yes, months anyway, ago. But there are... That's like a year ago. Almost. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, carrying on. God, back to your, your, your thing. Anyway, but there was stuff in it I really liked. So the fifth episode in the series, it's like a complete standalone episode about a couple who make a game. And it's just kind of the downfall of the game as like movie studios get involved and try to get them to change it to like be less niche and more marketable. Mm -hmm. Um, The couple are played by one of the guys from New Girl, the one from Jurassic (gasps) World. Um, Settle. (laughs) <laughs> I love Jack, Jack Don't Johnson. point at me <laughs> No I love that dude as well And the mother From How I Met Your Mother Wait who, Hang on Tracy Yeah Tracy who's, Tracy. The, who's the Tracy McBoyne uh, um, I think it's Kristen Milliardi or I don't something. know man I, don't know. I can't answer that You don't know something About How I Met Your Mother No No, no the guy oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, Jake okay. Johnson 
Oh yeah, he plays Spider Man. Yes, yeah, he he's plays, the voice yeah, in. Peter yeah, 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 yeah. He's great. Yeah, fucking love him. He's so underrated as an actor. He's I reckon. really good. I really like him. Who is he? Because we have a photo. Oh, I just got out of it. Oh, don't worry, then. Don't worry. It's fine. I'll he, get it up. Like talk about. I remember when I was watching Spider Verse. I was listening to it. and I was like, y- yeah. "Who is this? I know who this is." Yes, dude. Yeah. Um, anyway, yep. anyway, um, in I thought well, okay, what originally was the season finale? They it's that dude. Yeah, cat's got a photo for you. That guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know that yeah. guy. He's I like great. that guy. Yeah. He's so he's so good. great. Apparently, he's going to be in Jurassic World three. Oh, in Jurassic yeah. Park six. Apparently he was in Jurassic World. <laughs> he was. He, yeah, he went is. to kiss that girl and she was like, you know. Yeah, because he's the tech dude. Yeah. Oh, is he? Yeah. In the first one? In the, yes. Yeah, the first. He's a tech dude in the first yes, one. Yes, the one before human cloning. Let's, let's not touch it. Yeah. But um, but <gasps> yeah, in the seeing... last... Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Uh, in the last <laughs> episode, they like tackle stuff like crunch and like how shit the games industry is to work in. It's really sad that the whole series wasn't that. Yeah, like, okay. But because like... It's so what made... you're saying is don't watch it. But watch that and episode. And don't work in the games watch, industry. Yeah. Watch, yeah, I don't know. W- uh, w- watch episode five at least because it's completely separate. Mm-hmm. But um, I hate also, do but don't pay for Apple TV Plus. I already have it. Yeah, fair Yeah, enough. I have it because... There yeah. you go. Yeah. But they... Okay, so this I think the whole series came out in February. In May, they put out another episode that they all shot on iPhones and it was like a... <laughs> okay, uh. now before you say anything... Because it takes me back to you. Because it's all, <laughs> no, because it's all set over like Zoom or whatever. And I know we've been inundated with just all these fuckwits on YouTube, like making like little sketches, being like, "Oh, I don't know how to use my computer," and like it's yeah, or oh, your microphone's turned off. They do that, but they kind of it's really not about them using Zoom. Like they use it to kind of give one of the characters more depth because they they're living through the coronavirus. Oh, yeah. Like it's set in real yeah. world. Okay. And the main character, Still. arguably, she's Australian. And they kind uh-huh. of like, and she's obviously living in America and it kind of shows her kind of breaking down and like running out of work to do and kind of realizing that she has nothing. She's stuck. And she's stuck. Oh, no. Thousands of miles from her family. And I thought that was like really cool. Like the rest of the series never did anything like that. Yeah. But, so I think it has a lot of potential if it does more shit like that next season. Mm. But okay. for now it's just all right. Okay. Yes. And I also watched Lucifer season five. Oh, Lucky watched that too. <laughs> what do you think? He thought it was great. Mm. It yeah. was, I think. That's all like I know the about it. first part of it. Yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> yes. Should we talk about the big thing that happened? Yes, we should. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm just going to list off a couple of things. You tell me if you saw it. Yeah. Did you watch the Batman trailer? Yes. yes. Did you watch Suicide Squad thing? The game? No. No, the movie thing where they introduce yes. all the characters. Yes. Oh, no. Did you watch the Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League trailer? Yes. No. no. Um, it looks like Fortnite. I wasn't a fan. Okay, I'm glad I didn't watch did it. You <laughs> wa- yeah. no, look, other- did you watch... Are we going to talk about all these individually? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or- yeah, yeah. What's the other thing that ha- came out? Um, um, oh, I watched uh, the Snyder new... Cut. Yeah, the Snyder Cut trailer. Yeah. Nope. Is that it? Wonder Woman? Yeah. That oh, the Wonder Woman trailer? trailer? Yeah. It's just was... all DC. Yeah. DC's just dropped a bunch of shit on it was us the DC, again. It was the Fan yeah. Dome event, 24 hours of DC yeah. announcements because mm. they ditched Comic-Con. 
I'm excited for Batman. I think that, that like, Batman genuinely looks okay. Looks so it was that so Batman good. trailer looks fucking amazing. <clears throat> like that yeah. movie, the direction that that is going in. Yeah. So DC the last few years has just fucked up so much stuff. They tried to do too much. Like they just went down the road of let's just make it Marvel esque and sort of just went just put out a yeah. whole bunch of tried, stuff. They tried to sticks. do yeah. weird like a weird I don't even know how to say it like versions of these characters. Yeah, like trying to mirror what Marvel yeah. did. But now, yeah. it, now it kind of seems. They're just embracing the complete fucking wackiness of their whole, like, yeah. what their comics are. Because that's what makes them yeah. so great. Did and you it, guys see the concept art for Flash? No. No. Yeah. Yeah. Is so, it good? Okay, so. Yeah. <laughs> it's the, I don't think you have, because you're not really reacting how I think you should. <laughs> Did you? This one? Hold on. I'll bring it up. Okay, so it's the Flash in his new costume with mm. Batman, but. Wait, is Ezra Miller still the Flash? Yeah, weirdly. Okay. Did you but see that video of him choking a woman? That's yeah. weird. But no. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. DC people are really uh, controversial. But yeah. he's he's uh fighting crime with Batman. That's Michael oh. Keaton. Wait, say that again. It's Michael Keaton's Batman. But in do you the mean Flash movie. isn't oh Oh, there's too many Batmans. Right. <laughs> I only saw this. My brain yeah, just yeah. melted. <laughs> so it's this. Yeah, so he's fully coming back and going to be in the suit. So, in the Flash movie that's coming up, there's two Batman returning. Yes. Oh, so no wonder my brain's fucking yeah. melting. <laughs> Michael Keaton's... How Mike, old is Michael Keaton now? 60. Yeah. Is it going to be like a Batman verse? Well, the, oh, well yeah. it's supposedly yeah. it's going to be like... Flash it was point. all point. It was a Flashpoint movie. But... Which is a comic series. If yeah. Anyone's not. But at the moment we have like Michael Keaton's Batman one. returning. But you also have Ben Affleck's Batman returning. And then, and then the trifecta, Patterson. Christian Bale, surprise return. So I, I think they, they definitely won't. So what <laughs> I, think, I would not be Just surprised if they Just stop you right there, James. There should, there should potentially be a third Batman in this film as well, which I, would be Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Ooh. Yeah, no, nah, I, I do like because the they do Flashpoint properly. Flashpoint when he goes back in time, when Batman's parents, are, when everything changes, when Barry goes back in time and saves his mum from getting murdered by Reverse Flash, the whole timeline changes. In that, instead of Batman, Bruce Wayne's parents getting murdered, Bruce Wayne is murdered, in which a subsequent future point in time where Barry returns to, um, was it that Thomas? Yeah, Thomas, Thomas Wayne, Wayne is Batman. Yeah. And Martha Wayne is the Joker. Because she goes oh, insane. I have read something about that. Yeah, because she yeah. goes insane from the loss of her son. And he goes just fucking mental to prevent it happening again. Like, to yeah. prevent crime. Yeah. But then, in the Flashpoint world, the Amazons are at war with the Atlanteans. So, Wonder Woman and Aquaman, Aquaman are at war. And Superman didn't land... On a farm, he on landed a farm, somewhere where the government got and the government him picked and him up, and he's been sitting in a government underground bunker for like his whole life. his whole life. So he's like a really he's got all of like he's really scrawny, like a really scrawny man, hmm. and he doesn't really have his full powers. And then there's a really good animated movie well, of it. Yeah, yeah. Like there's a really good Flashpoint animated movie, and then Superman kind of appears at the end. I've read a lot of the comic as well. Finally, comes up into like the daylight, and he's like, "Oh yeah!" yeah. And then yeah. Superman is fucking yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So if they do a live action Flashpoint movie with sort of like a multiverse thing. I would fucking love that. I think they should try and get George Clooney. Oh, that would be <laughs> I, absolute gold. If, I think he'd uh, surely he'd be down. 
I if we so. get to the point where we're I gonna have so. a Batverse movie before we have a fucking live action Spiderverse movie, I'm gonna mm. be fucking mad. <laughs> <laughs> also, I feel like we should acknowledge. Like, did you guys see the um, Justice League Snyder cut trailer? No, no I didn't. So, it's fucking beautiful. So, did you guys see Justice League? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so most of that movie. Ninety percent. Not yeah, like ninety percent of that movie is reshot. Yeah, yeah, I've That's heard like, about the Snyder. Yeah, it's, I think we've spoken about it before. Yeah. yeah, and it's like during Ben Affleck's like divorce and like kind of yeah. alcoholism period, so he just doesn't look healthy. Yeah, in the trailer that came out yesterday, he looks amazing. Mm. Yeah, he looks so good as I'm Batman. I'm very excited, but it's including because when Just League was first like announced, like the, there's all this footage of like Barry Allen's backstory that we don't see, and mm. um, what's the cyborg guy's name? What's his uh, Cyborg's backstory that we don't see. Cyborg, yeah. yeah, like the yeah. character, like Victor Stone. Oh. Victor Stone, I think. Right, but in this, in the trailer, you see Barry Allen save Iris West from a car accident and time traveling too. I think. Right, you see um, Victor Stone become Cyborg. You see him playing football from the original Justice League trailer that came out like over a year before that movie did. There's all this stuff, and it's like they're bringing back all the you, instead of do you know the cornfield mm. scene. Where he's like with Lois. Yeah. Mm. In the trailer, it's Lois and Martha. Ah. They're mm. both there. Majority of the time, he's wearing the black suit. Like, yeah. when is this coming out? Next year. Oh. In four one hour parts. Yes. On HBO Max. You can have so to get HBO be, Max then, boys. Yeah. It's not available in Australia. So uh, it'll come out on something. Be, yeah, there's going to be some distribution yeah. plan yeah. for it, apparently. I would say Foxtel. Yo ho. <laughs> would be my <laughs> guess. Well, it's hopefully too it's fucking expensive. Then. Lower your costs and give us more content. But like, yeah. God damn it, Rupert. Honestly, it looks... Like the first Justice Tra- League trailer made it look like it was going to be good and mm. then it just went to shit with every subsequent thing that happened. Yeah, that's true. This looks good. I hope we get... Well, okay, so apparently Martian Manhunter is... or well, was supposed to be in it. Martian Manhunter of- was in Man of Steel. So, so do you know the black army general that's mm. in Man of Steel and he rocks up again in one of the other ones? Yeah. That's Martian Manhunter. Oh. Supposedly. Oh, okay. Like, by all report, like, that's Allegedly. what that character is. Yes. And <laughs> because the whole original, like, promotion for this movie, like, when it first came out before Snyder left and Whedon took over, mm. was Unite the Seven. But in the whole movie, there's only six members of the Justice League. So, And then when Whedon took over, that kind of Unite the Seven was mm. sort of dropped. So everyone was like, who the fuck's the seventh member of the Justice League that we were meant to get? So in this, we're either getting a Green Lantern or Martian Manhunter. I'd like to see a a good Green Lantern movie. I would pay a lot of money just to see Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds come back! Oh my god. There's 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 a lot of rumors. But there's a lot of rumors going around that that he is. is, Yeah. And that he's in this. That would be hilarious. And like for years they just sat on this secret that like I don't think because it got cut. Because Warner Brothers t- gave I, I them think... money to do visual effects. Yeah, and apparently they're using a lot of green lights on set. Yeah. Like... Because but... I feel like Ryan Reynolds would see the, like, funny side of this. Like, he's given it so much shit. Yeah. yeah. But it's, like, but if he came back, people would go crazy. Nah. Because nah. I think the rest of the cast... I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Because with I... the Snyder Cut, they've been given... 20 or 30 million dollars whatever it was to do new visual effects 
like essentially you can to, literally to put Ryan all, Reynolds in a room yeah, and just be like, do this, to, and we'll edit you. Well, in. that's the thing; they're not allowed to. Yeah, they're not shooting anything new. So they were uh. only allowed to use existing footage and CGI. CGI, they were Ryan allowed. <laughs> they were allowed it's been done to before. do <laughs> limited yeah, rereading of lines. So, so they any act they were allowed to do re like ad libbing of lines if it was necessary, but they're not allowed to actually have the actors physically come on set. And film them Weird. was the part of the thing. So they can come in and do a voice recording, but that's it. Mm. But even then, like, if you're doing a voice recording, it's sort of hard to, like, if you're not reacting something, mm. it's a back of the head shot or it's a distance shot or weird CGI face replacement. And we all saw how that went fucking last time. Yeah. <laughs> so many. But yeah, it'll be very interesting. It'll be good. I'm excited. Yes, I'm yeah. very keen. Um, um, yeah. Batman trailer. The Batman. I don't know how I feel about the suit. I didn't really see that. I didn't like. I love the suit. Yeah, I don't know. I'm totally cool with it. But this Batman feels like. I think his hair's. I like it. I like his. At the end where you see his silhouette and he takes it off. The black around his eyes and the makeup. I really like like that. He looks like a man. Yeah. That is Batman. It's not like Christian Bale's Batman where he takes the mask off. He's like. Look at my perfect fucking yeah. hair. <laughs> it's like, yeah. holy... F- like, He's, yeah. Pattinson, well, Robert Pattinson's like... Batman's like, holy fuck, I've got the mask off. Like, thank God that thing's off. Like, yeah. I am fucked. Sort yeah. of thing. Like, nah, I, I'm excited. I, I think the style they're going for, like, they're doing more grounded for this. That action yeah. sequence where he beats up that dude <laughs> that and just breaks his arm. brutal. Holy, he just like, goes like, yeah. oh, crack. It's like, Okay. Yeah. So this is a Batman that like Punches you're not going to know so many times. Yeah. So yeah. fucking. But it's like, like you're that. This is like a proper like. This is a proper Batman. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's coming through all your goons. Yeah. Before you even know he's in the building, like yeah. Yeah. he's opening the door before you even know that everyone outside's <laughs> unconscious. Like. Yeah, but I I think like if they're so gonna good. if they're gonna do like you know Keaton coming back and Ben Affleck still yeah doing space shit. I reckon this will. Or contrast really well, and yeah, like, but I like, just keep it. Local. I like how we're going to have different live action versions of such an iconic character at the yeah. same time. That mm. will be interesting, yeah. like yeah, because it. right. it's we're at a point now where pe- like the general audience, which is what like people like us obviously can go and see these movies, but like the general audience is what you have to convince to come and see things. Yeah, yeah. Mm. and we're at a point now where the general audience understands these things. Yeah, but like because like. It's fucking annoying, know, 15, but we understand But, like, 15 it. years ago, people were like, no, that's not Batman. That's, like, yeah. why, you know, they wouldn't understand that they're different things. Yeah. And now it's like, well, yeah, and I think a big player in that is probably Spider-Verse. Is like, oh, 100%. There's, and it became such a popular movie, but it's like, there's multiple versions of these characters. You can have different actors playing the same character at the same time. Mm. It's okay, like this is how comic books have always been. And like been. people were like, you can't have um, Joaquin Phoenix with a Joker when Jared Leto's a Joker. I'm like, yeah, you can. Like Thank I wouldn't God care. You can. Very but, different. But the thing is, I wouldn't care if Jared Leto came back in the I next would. Suicide. No, but like that's <laughs> so, another movie that has so much studio interference because there's like, again, even David Ayer came out and said there is so much Joker stuff in that original Suicide Squad movie that wasn't. There's like 40 minutes of that movie. There's 40 minutes of the middle of that movie missing yeah. that the studio didn't want in there. And they always said, like, that 40 minutes makes it a more comprehended, like, understandable movie. And, it, like, it re- 
essentially redeems the Lido Joker and makes him more likable than what the little yeah. bitch you see. Yeah. And it's like, if you had something like that, I wouldn't mind if he came back with a different director and a different writer mm. and a better... Because Jared Leto has the acting ability yeah. to do yeah. that better than what we saw. Yeah. I so mean, I wouldn't mind if he came back... doing it with some of them now. Like. Yeah. So I mean, but I wouldn't mind if he came back as the Joker in another Suicide Squad movie or in a Justice... Or whatever... I didn't tell you. I tried forwards. to watch it because it was on Netflix and it was like, going. And I got like 15 minutes in and I was just like, why did I I've seen I it do once. This? I saw it at the movies and I've never seen it since. Yeah, it's, I haven't rewatched it. I, I liked it when it was at the movies and again, then I just... I the know. James Gunn version we were about to get and the little reveal trailer for that where it introduces you to all the characters. Yeah. I'm excited to see that movie. I'm going to have to watch Because that. it looks good. It introduces like what? Which are like 10, 15 char- like yeah. characters. Yeah, shit. And some of the actors are like, hey, oh. they're in this. Like, there's like people didn't like, like, you've got Nathan mm. Fillion. Like, yeah. there's always like random actors, like, they're good, they're good, they're good. James Gunn's directing. I didn't know this Pete movie. Davidson was in that. Yeah. <laughs> and like, like oh, Peter, Peter Capaldi, like the 12th Doctor, is mm. in this movie. What? Yeah. <laughs> and I can't believe it. Oh my God. There's always like people start popping like, oh yeah, hey, you doing this. And then you've got like James Gunn does directing he play, it. Does he play a Scotsman though? Ah, uh, probably not. Don't Damn. Know. But it's like... I love that wasted. beautiful accent. Everyone in it and the director. And like, it's like this can't go as wrong as the other one. Surely, And yeah. DC, like Warner Brothers is down, I think got to a point where it's like letting whoever's in charge oh, do their project mostly... rather than being what that happened with Man of Steel, what happened with Batman v Superman, what happened with Justice League, what oh, happened with yeah. Wonder Woman, what happened with Aquaman, where they were like, you're doing it our way or you're not doing it. And yeah. now it's like... What's the thing? I only ever really did that for Justice League. Like, I feel no. like... Yeah. They had a lot of interference in... Like, oh, in Wonder Woman, actually, yeah. Yeah, and Batman that. v Superman. But yeah, like... It's, like Not in B- Batman v Superman. That was a result of too much it, yeah. leeway, yeah. I think. That... Nah. But yeah, anyway... <laughs> Are we keeping you? Yeah, sorry. No. <laughs> How long have we been recording? No, I'm just, I'm just interested if this is going to be the first two-hour podcast. No, oh, shit. We've gone over two hours before. We've yeah, still, we're only at an hour and 36 mm. minutes. We so. have gone over two hours a few yeah. Probably. times. Yeah. I'm but keen I mean, to see Polka Dot Man. Yeah, yeah that looks... That? It's, um, uh, that's one of the villains on the Suicide Squad. Oh, And it's course. played by so the you're talking about dude. a new movie and I was you like... Know an <laughs> Ant, you know an Ant-Man? Mm. There's like all like the little side characters. Yeah. Hmm. Um. What's the dude? He, he's David like David something. He's yeah. in um the Dark Knight as well. Yeah. He he's like, he's the one in the second one that's always going on about Baba Yaga and with the weird like Russian oh, accent. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. It's it's played that that guy's in it. Yeah. Interesting. But it is such a it's such a good cast. And then yeah, the Suicide Squad kills a Justice League game. Yeah. We got like a little reveal like yeah, trailer. That, that didn't look great. I wasn't I, fan. So you you see Harley Quinn. King Shark, Captain Boomerang, and Deadshot. Why does King Shark have a gun? I mean, he can't really, like, bite people's heads off from a distance. But can <laughs> he shoot a gun with a fist? Why does Deadshot but have a fucking jetpack? Yeah, I don't know. I, it <laughs> just seems like it's just going to be, like, a shooter or something. Or yeah. Like something anyway, cute. so, like, Brainiacs invaded Metropolis, and, like, there's this Brainiac goons everywhere, and they're fighting them, and they're on a secret mission to assassinate someone. And they get to, like, the point, like, oh, who are we assassinating? And Superman just, like... Sw- like flies Locks in, up. like grabs someone like out of like a helicopter, and like oh my god, Su- like Superman just saved the helicopter pilot, and then he just uh, fucking dissolves him, and they're like, and then they look at Superman, and Superman's got purple eyes, so he's under the control of Brainiac, and they're like, Uh-oh. and like um, Captain Boomerang's facing the other way, and he's like, have you figured out who we're meant to assassinate yet? And then like, they all point at each other, and he's like, oh fuck, <laughs> in the most like, like 
Australian accent. It's just like, it's so funny. <laughs> and I was like, I'm gonna, but it's also coming out in 2022. So we got a while. A lot of hype. There's a lot yeah, of time that trailer to build it. Wait yeah, I don't know. I, I I think it'll be good. Hope so. I mean, it's Rock City. So they made all the Arkham like yeah. city games but and stuff. So I think like as as long as it's better than Avengers. <laughs> Yeah, we won't go into that. Yeah, I, I played more of that, and it's oh just, no. yeah, there's no, really nothing to it. One of my mates was playing it, and he was like, don't. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> no, I, I'm not paying for it. But, yeah, I'll wait. Um, and then the only other thing was... The Wonder Woman trailer. Oh, yeah, the Wonder yes. Woman trailer, but like... I know, what did you think of Cheetah? Like, that's a... Looks I haven't even weird, watched man. it yet. Yeah, I haven't either. It's like it, it's a weird it, CGI creature at the end again. No, nah, but it's really weirdly lit. So yeah, I'm like just I'll, it's grey. Lots of grey. Yeah, and a weird CGI creature. In 1984. Creature. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, the Steve <laughs> Trevor bit. Like the decade of colour. Do you know, like he dies at the end of the last yeah. one? And now he's in this one. He's obviously been taken through time by this because he just mm. doesn't understand anything that's happening. Uh, and she's like trying to dress him and he's like, parachute pants? Is everyone parachute now? Like, so obviously some weird, he's been taken like through time. Okay. Or it's some uh, sort of magic. Yeah. So but he's, he's obviously hasn't bit. been alive for that whole yeah. period of time. So you kind of get a slight clue into what's happened there. That's like, uh, I don't know. Mm. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. That's interesting. They could just bring in a new love interest. Surely they can find someone as attractive as Chris Pine. No. Any of the Chris's. <laughs> <laughs> They're all Pratt, gorgeous. Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Evans. <laughs> Just take them from Glover. the Marvel universe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not that one. <laughs> all right, anyway, I guess that'll wrap us up. I yeah, suppose, sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah? Anyone else got anything to add? No. Nope. All right, so you can reach us at Watch Again Podcast on Facebook or Instagram or at Watch it again, pod at gmail.com. And I got really excited the other day because I thought we had a message and it was just like, James mentioned you in their story. <laughs> and I was like, oh man. <laughs> like, damn it. Sorry, um, to, sorry to do that to you, Delbridge. There's no development on the, uh, what's the word, Amazon thing yet because the link's still not on our site. But I'm getting there. But we're now on Tune In Radio and something else. Cool. I can't remember what it was. Anyway, we're it's slowly expanding and whatnot. We're um, taking over, guys. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thank you yeah, so much. <laughs> I wish we had a hundred million dollars. Anyway, oh, mate, split four ways, we'd be set oh for life. Twenty-five million dollars each. Yeah, sick. Imagine the podcast studio we could have. <gasps> anyway, maybe more on that later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you so much for listening. As always, I am Jacob, and with me are the lovely... I'm Kat. I'm Nick. And I'm James. See you guys next week. Bye. 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 Always sunny. Always sunny is great.